Well, hey, welcome back. This is Dan McDonald, and you're listening to Here and Now. We have a guest in the studio who immerses himself in music, his talent for it, his passion for it. He's been on this show before with his band Midnight Metro, and he's about to release his first solo album May 31st with a show at Green Bean Cafe. Our paths have crossed many times over the last few years at various events, and I'm really happy to have him back in the studio to chat about music and play some music. It's Alessandro Rotondi. How's it going? Good, Dan. How are you? Great to have you back. And you're joined also by Eric Vanier, drummer from Midnight Metro. Hi, Eric, back there. How's it going? <laughs> very, very good. Uh, so, Alessandro, so many different things to talk about. But first off, a while back, you had sent me a new Midnight Metro song called Phoebe. Yes. And uh, I, 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 I love the track. I've been playing it. I know you released a song called Endorphins as well a yes, couple months yes. ago, which is great. And uh, plans, there were plans for a new album called Flamingo. But what's the current status of Midnight Metro and that Flamingo album before we talk about the solo stuff? Yes. So, Phoebe is actually a song that Eric back here wrote and uh, the album is uh, we're just finishing completion of it. you know River and I and Eric all had separate projects Eric studying jazz at Humber College and uh but we're, you know, we're slowly but surely cracking away. We only got about three songs left, so I, I think that there's no doubt in anyone's mind that this album will indeed come out uh, this summer, July, hopefully. Oh, that makes me so happy because yeah. I love the songs that I've heard so far Thank on it. You. I've been yeah. Spotifying them and they sound great, and I can't wait to play them. Uh, so we're gonna talk. A bit more about the solo record, but first, I know you're a massive fan of Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys. Yes. Tell us a little bit about your Beach Boys cover. I don't think we had the chance to really chat about this on the air properly, and the story is insane. So, about almost about a year ago now, I was in a class at school called Ethnomusicology. I'm, I'm studying jazz at the University of Windsor, and part of the project was to uh, take a culture of music and try to emulate it, try to learn it, and immerse yourself into the culture. So, I obviously had an interest in California music, so I decided to contact a few people that were associated with the Beach Boys, such as former lyricists and uh, anyone that I can get a hold of. So along the way, I found a demo called I'm Begging You Please, which was a Brian Wilson song from 1978 that all he wow. did with it was recorded on a tape recorder, and there was about maybe about a minute of the song, a verse, a chorus, and a pre-chorus, and that was it. So I decided I'm going to try to rewrite this song, or not rewrite it, but finish it, and record it, and try to you know see how Brian may have approached it had he went and finished it back in the 70s. So along the way, uh, I decided... To, I finished up the chorus and I brought it home and I thought about how he might approach recording it. So I recorded it in my basement and I added instruments that he might have used like a glockenspiel and a ukulele, guitars, pianos with an echo filter on it, things that gave it gave it the Beach Boy sound, obviously many layers of harmonies. So I finished it for the project. It went over really well. And then a couple of months later, it was announced that Brian Wilson and Al Jardine, two former Beach Boys, were coming to Caesars Windsor. So right. I thought you know, wouldn't it be cool if I could let them know about what I was doing with this project? Cause it was still, it was always a work in progress, you know, projects end and they keep going and whatever. So I had, I had uh, contacted some of their inner management and let them know what was going on. And I never, I never really heard much, but then one day I got this email that said, uh, Al Jardine's interested in, in what you're doing and oh my God. Uh, come on down to Caesars at, you know, 3 PM that afternoon. And, you can you can bring him a copy and whatever. So I was like, oh my lord, <laughs> that's like, oh. insane! That's so, truly insane. I, I was like shaking for like two hours. I couldn't believe it. So I I ended up making copies of the song and I and I I brought one down to Caesar's Windsor and sure enough, they let me in on this guest list and Al said, you know, come come on down for. I, I got to catch the last half hour of their rehearsal and it, it was actually it wasn't even a, a sound check. They were rehearsing for an upcoming tour, so I got to sit there with my girlfriend Ashley as a fly on the wall to listen in the empty Coliseum to, you know, my musical heroes crafting oh harmonies God. and rehearsing together. And after the sound check, Al came down with his wife and, uh, 
we talked a little bit about the song. He hadn't heard about it. You know, I don't think anyone but Brian really even knew about it because it was, like I said, it was just a tape recorder. It was, it ended up being a bootleg. So who knows how far it even went. There was rumors it was supposed to be on one of their albums, but Al joked, you know, he said, I'm going to give this a listen and maybe, uh, maybe one day Brian and I are going to tackle this next time we get back in the studio. And I, I was like, Oh yeah, whatever you want to do, man. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. But we were sitting there in the audience in the, in the third row and, and just it was just us. And after the song, you know, Al would look over us and say, "Hey, hey guys, like, how's it sounding over there?" And me and my girlfriend are sitting there, like, uh, "It sounds great, Al. <laughs> sounds great." And you know, everyone was there. Brian was there. Like, I didn't get to talk to Brian, but we were, you know, we were about five feet away from him, and wow. we, we didn't. We were scared to bug him, but we talked to you know, Proben Gregory and Jim Lespezzo, two of the guys in his band, and and Bondi Chaplin, actually, the guy who had a hit with them in the seventies called Sail on Sailor. Oh right, yeah, and. So the cool thing about that was uh, they took the CDs and I'd heard that they they listened to it on the tour bus actually. No way. So I don't know who was all there, but apparently uh, I got a couple of messages from them after saying that they they enjoyed the CD very much. So for now, that's about. I never heard from Al, but maybe he listened to it. I well, don't know. that is too cool. Now they always say that I have heard this t- time and time again. They say never meet your idols and heroes, which I don't know if I agree with that completely. But how was? It sounds like it was a pretty sweet experience. It, it was an absolute amazing experience. I didn't. I had high expectations because I was very excited. Yeah. But honestly, every everything was was met. I I couldn't believe that. I didn't think I was going to get to watch them rehearse or anything. Yeah, that's crazy. And it, it was absolutely it was a mind blowing experience. And it it really, like when I was I just remember sitting there thinking this is what it means to be a musician. Like, just just listening to these people craft harmonies. Like it made me like it just felt so like surreal. It, to, it was like I was like I was it was like I was in 1965 yeah. in Western Sound Studios listening to them record Pet Sounds together. You know? like, it was just yeah. the chemistry. It was beautiful. beautiful I got ex- when I read that that happened. I got excited for you. I was like <laughs> I was living it, living it for you. It really was. You also got to chat with Stephen Page of the Bare Naked Ladies. I was with you that day at St. Yes, Clair Center yes. for the Arts, and I, I could not eavesdrop. I tried to, but I couldn't. But <laughs> you had the single with you. I know he did the song Brian Wilson. Absolutely. Uh, did you get any insight about Brian Wilson and the connection when talking to Stephen Page? I didn't, we didn't talk too much about the song. I know that Stephen Page and Brian met up a few times and Brian actually recorded a cover of Brian Wilson by, by the Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, for a live album. And it was, uh, apparently they hung out in the studio a few times and Stephen Page asked Brian what he thought about uh, another song that wasn't Brian Wilson. And apparently Brian just said, oh, good, and got up and left, <laughs> like instantly. <laughs> so, but we mostly just talked about a couple of the demos from that period, like, the one that I used to finish the the tune and also a couple other ones. He said that that era, actually, the late 70s, was his favorite Brian Wilson era, which I found very interesting because that was certainly not his peak. The the Love You era is what it was called, like the Love You album. Okay, yeah. No, you don't hear a whole lot of, there's not a whole lot of mythology about that era of Brian Wilson. Yeah, and we talked a bit about songwriting, too. Like, uh, uh, there was a Brian Wilson quote about does happy music come from troubling times and does and does music that is deep and heartfelt come from happy times and i asked him what he thought about that and he said absolutely because when you write joyful music it's because you experience the worth of joy after you've experienced the sadness wow and i thought i thought that was a very like interesting uh, that's what he said and he like kind of paraphrased brian wilson a little bit but that was a very interesting insight for sure oh absolutely well we're gonna chat about your upcoming record which is out may 31st uh but first how about a song sounds great sure what is the name of this one Oh, this one is called I Fall For You. Awesome, whenever you're set.
lost my mind I get a funny feeling inside I try to hide Cause if I were to tell you I'd be coming on too strong So if you could just let me know Signal me to stay or go I, I'd be happy to Awesome song, uh, such a beachy vibe. It almost sounds like it could, it could have like a ukulele in it. Or it sounds like kind of a ukulele song, I think. But live in the studio, Alessandro Rotondi with Eric Vanier on drums. That was "I Fall for You" from his upcoming solo album, "Around You." Uh, you're an amazing writer as well. Your WordPress page, I was telling you, I read that. Uh, you review like everything from West Side Story to Always at Magic Stick to Stevie Wonder, and I see you at a bunch of shows around town too. You play constantly all over town. You really know music inside and out, and it's actually it's almost. And I say this in the kindest possible way it's almost like intimidating in a way no i'm dead serious just because you are such you strike me as like a musicologist for real i know you know your stuff i don't want to say obsession but when did your fascination with music begin my my fascination with music honestly began from as long as i can remember because my my dad's in a kiss tribute band named destroyer and from from as long as i could remember they were rehearsing in my basement and when they would leave they would leave their stuff set up because they may be coming back the next day so there i am you know playing on the drums or trying out the guitar or whatever when they weren't around so and they also gave me a few lessons and whatnot and just through the years you know I found a box in my mom's old records or just instruments lying around I started on drums and then I started on bass and then guitar and then ukulele and then piano and late grade school and whatnot so it's just kind of a I nothing was ever enough I always wanted to learn more there was always something else that was interest interesting me and uh it kind of it's kind of been like that way ever since you know it's so important too I think parents have no idea the influence they have on their kids with music. Like Certainly. it can go very, very wrong if mom and dad have bad taste in music <laughs> or it can go very, very right. And I mean, you having kiss, kiss cover band as parents. That's amazing. Uh, tell us a bit about this new solo record though, around you. You're doing a show at green bean cafe, May 31st, this coming Friday. Is it scary or is it liberating to do a record with just your name slapped on the cover? It was an interesting experience, but it was something I wanted to try because I had always for a long time recorded music where I played all the instruments and I really wanted to try it with a full album effect. 
playing uh, the instruments that appear on the album are uh, such as a ukulele, guitar, bass, drums. There's some marimba on it, which was actually used with it with a keyboard, but you know. And uh, yeah, so it was an rec- album recorded at home. I really wanted to achieve a home atmosphere, but I approached it with some pop recording techniques similar to what may have been done by like Mac DeMarco, even though he records at home as well, you know? Okay, yeah. So this is literally that you did all the instruments. Yes, sir. I, I played all the instruments and I also produced it at my house. You produced this at your house as well. I mean, yes. like last time I talked to you, I think you were halfway done. Yes, you, yes. Oh, that's really cool. So it's a tr- this is a true solo record. It's been about a year-long process. A lot of it, when I was in school for this year, I didn't get too much done. But between this last May and this May, it, that was pretty much the uh, the lifetime of the album, yeah. Well, let's give another one a listen right now. Uh, you Mean So Much To Me. Yeah, this is one of the first songs I ever wrote, You Mean So Much To Me. Here we go. Alrighty. Good whenever? Anytime, yeah. Okay. I see you smile, I stop to think how beautiful you are, oh you are, and every time I see your face all disappears without a trace, it's true, oh it's true, cause I can't think when I'm around you, you took my heart and you controlled me too. I don't know what I could do to make you see that you really mean so much to me. Every time that you're around, your voice is like the sweetest sound, and I couldn't lie. The wonderful things that you wear, and all the lovely flowers in your hair, in your hair. I'm all alone When I could tell the truth And take you home And I don't know what I should do To make you see That you really mean so much to me So 
Love that one. That one's like, um, it's like a crush song, not a love song. If there is such a thing as a crush song. Uh, yeah. It seems like that would be coin what it. that would... You should coin that term. Dude. I like that. Crush song. Uh, live in the studio, Alessandro Rotondi about to release his solo album, Around You. It sounds very romantic. The cover art, very springtime, very romantic. Is the whole? Is it kind of a love-themed record? Absolutely. I would say very much so. A lot of the, I wrote some of the songs around the time I started dating my girlfriend, Ashley. You know, it's kind of a new thing where you, you realize, oh, so that's what the Beatles were singing about all those years. Like, I, you, you kind of learn about, oh, so this is this is what love is, or this isn't what love is, or whatever it is. Now, I have a question. Do you have, and I'm talking you, Midnight Metro, everything, do you have any crying in your beer songs? Because, like, Alessandro Rotondi and Midnight Metro, they don't strike me as makers of sad music, really. Uh, I wouldn't say it's sad, but some songs are they're a bit more personal, and I guess you could say heartfelt, because. But yeah, I, I like to say that they're feel good because anything with harmonies, it's hard. It's hard to like not feel good when you listen <laughs> totally, to it. You totally, know yeah. I mean? I'm trying to think of one really quick before we hear one more. I'm just gonna play this new game that I've been playing with people when they come in. I rapid fire a few questions about music to you, and you have to answer as quickly as possible. Not easy for a music fan, but first answer that comes to your mind. No explanation, no defense, and no repeat answers. Oh boy. Okay. This is five quick hits with Alessandro Rotondi. All right, here we go. Number one. Favorite album of all time? Oh, man. <clears throat> Pet Sounds. An album every human being should hear? Probably Abbey Road. An active, living artist or band that you need to see but haven't had a chance to yet? Tony Bennett. A song that brings tears to your eyes? God Only Knows. A song you secretly wish you wrote? I'll have to say I Love You in a Song by Jim Croce. Nice. Well, you made it through and you, you didn't Whew. even stutter once. That was uh, that was oh. impressive. I would have been a big, like, flurry blizzard of ah, bah, 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 bah. So you're doing a show at Green Bean Cafe, full band or just you solo? It's actually going to be a little trio. It's going to be myself and Eric Vanier on a, a small jazz kit and my friend from school, Mike Molnar, on upright bass. It's going to be like a little jazz trio style. Oh, that's really, really exciting. Well, best of luck. Congrats on the release of Around You. The cover art looks amazing, too. I think, did Ashley have something to do with that? Yeah, uh, we we went to uh, Wagner Orchards. We took a picture walking down the middle of this orchard, and uh, she she handled the uh, the design work. Yeah, it really from what I've heard of the record so far, it just it really really fits the vibe that, thank you, you. that you captured. Yeah. Uh, let's hear one more. Alessandra Rotondi and Eric Vanier, thank you guys for swinging by. Thank you, and Ashley as well, who is hiding in the background, snapping some photos. Aside from the release show coming up this Friday, May thirty first at Green Bean Cafe, any other big shows you got coming up? Yeah, actually, uh, Friday, June 7th from 6.30 to 8, I'll actually be playing at the uh, LaSalle Strawberry Festival. I'm really excited about that. Oh, fun. They always have a great lineup of music. Absolutely, they do. Very fun. And, of course, you can catch Alessandro this Friday, album release party, 7 p.m., Green Bean Cafe. There's going to be some CDs as well. Uh, One more from Alessandro. This is She's Everything on Here and Now.
Just too beautiful to hide.